Extreme Rules is this Sunday, and I have to say, um, it should probably be more exciting than it is at this point. I mean, there's some exciting stuff on this card. Don't get me wrong, but I just feel like maybe something is missing. Maybe it's not as hyped as it should be. For example, and I'm going to get into it in a minute, but before I forget, welcome to Within the Ropes. This is the Extreme Rules Predictions episode. I was going to say show. I could say show, right? Predictions show. Extreme Rules Predictions show. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to go with that. Um, I'm your host, the host, Brian Tronic, and I haven't done a predictions episode since SummerSlam. I did Hell in a Cell, SummerSlam, and then this one. Um, I did Hell in a Cell. Or I'm sorry. I, I doubt, the Hell in a Cell was my very first episode. So, again, if you're listening now and you haven't heard any of the old shit, don't even bother. <laughs> don't go back and listen to it. Please don't because um, it was my first time really doing it by myself. Um, some know, some don't. That I was, I was, in, I was doing a podcast um, previously with, um, you know, some other people, and and honestly, it's like when I switched and started doing this on my own, I almost didn't know what to say. Like I, I didn't know how to translate my thoughts on an overall show or an overall moment because you know when I was with the other podcast, it was kind of like, I was just, it was like, all right, well, it's like three of us. So it's like, all right, you try and you give your take, boom, boom, boom. And it was like a quick boom, 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 boom. But it was never like, I've always wanted to go in depth on situations and topics and things of that nature, but I never really had the opportunity or chance to, um, but it was fun. What I was doing before was fun, but what I'm doing now is even, even better. And I'm glad I'm obviously have the opportunity to do it and I'm able to do it. And I feel like I'm getting better and better by myself. Um, but yeah, anyways, let's continue on extreme rules predictions. Um, like I said, I feel like this show should be a lot more hype than it is. This show has Roman Reigns versus the demon Finn Balor, like the demon Finn Balor. Wait, let me say it again. The demon Finn Balor. I honestly think that that alone should be the seller. It should be the focal point. It should be, you know, the big match, the main event. Um, And it, it is. Lots of people are excited about it. The demon's return. Um, speculation on if he's going to be the one to dethrone Roman Reigns and capture the Universal Championship, a title that he never lost. Um, but then there's all these other aspects of that whole situation that make it difficult, somewhat unpredictable, but predictable at the same time. And I'm going to get into it once I get to that match. But I want to add that there's one, two, three, four, five, six matches officially announced as of right now. It is. Thursday morning. Um, tomorrow is SmackDown, so um, stay tuned for the SmackDown review. But 
six matches. Five of them are championship matches. SmackDown Tag Team, SmackDown Women's, Raw Women's, United States, Universal. There's no WWE Championship match anymore. There was one scheduled, but they moved it to Monday Night Raw, which is fine. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. It's like, is it this Extreme Rules or is this Night of Champions, right? And there's not, it's Extreme Rules, but there's no, like, there's no gimmicks. There's no, there's no extreme. I know that um, they announced on Friday or was it, no, this past Monday that um, the Universal Championship match was going to be an Extreme Rules match. So that's nice to know. But what about what about the Queen City and Alexa Bliss? What do they get? What about the man? And the EST, what do they get? What about, I mean, Priest, Sheamus, and Hardy, they're triple threat, so they're automatically no DQ. But, I mean, it could have been a ladder match, right? Could have been a nice ladder match. What about the Usos and the Street Profits? Huh? What do they get? Liv Morgan, Carmella. Let's go down the line. Let's not waste any time. Let's start with Liv and Carmella. Now, this is probably going to be... A kickoff match, unless they add something, which they always do. They always add stuff. Um, I don't know if they're going to add stuff to the main card and then obviously shift Morgan and Carmella to the kickoff. But listen, man, Liv Morgan and Carmella, they need an opportunity. They need a match. I need Liv to go 15 minutes. That's what I need. I need 15 minutes from Liv Morgan. I need 15 minutes from Carmella to go out there and showcase what we all know they're capable of, but on a large scale, extreme rules. Now, Carmella has had a grand of more opportunities than Liv Morgan, right? So I'm not too worried about Mella, but Liv, I need to see Liv pick up a big win a big win and not just a you know sleazy cheap you know distraction or dq or no i need live morgan to have a meaningful win over someone like carmella who i feel doesn't get the credit that she deserves carmella may not look like she's anything um, because of the gimmick she has and the way she's being pushed and the, you know, the nickname the, that she has, the most beautiful woman in all of WWE. It's just, I don't I know, I get it. But Carmella's damn good. She's proved it before. Hell, she cashed in and won the SmackDown Women's Championship from the Queen City. So did Nikki Ash, but... We ain't got to talk about that. Um, maybe the smack or maybe the women's tag team championship get added to the card. I didn't think about that until now. Um, the new women's tag team champions, super brutality, Rhea Ripley and um, Nikki Ash. Maybe they defend against um, Shotzi and Knox. I don't know. Hopefully. But Liv Morgan and Carmella, I feel like they need whether it's on the kickoff or not. 
They need some time. They need an opportunity to go out there and, um, you know, put on for the women, right? Um, but in terms of who I think is going to win this match, it's clear. Liv Morgan. She should. She better. She better unless they want people, you know, people are going to be angry if Liv Morgan, whether the match is long or not, people are going to be angry if Liv Morgan doesn't pick up the victory, a meaningful victory. Not DQ, not count out, nothing. Liv Morgan, that's my pick. Liv Morgan is definitely going to pick up the victory in this match. But let's move on. Um, SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Usos, Street Profits. With everything that's been going on with Roman and the Bloodline and their involvement with uh, Big E and the New Day and everything that happened on Raw, um, I kind of feel like it's taken away from their upcoming match with the Street Profits. Um, the Usos may be distracted and maybe that maybe it'll play in the street profits favor. I don't know if it's time to take the titles off the Usos, but I definitely think that to add to this, I would have had the street profits show up on Monday. The street profits should have showed up on Monday and they should feel disrespected. In my, in my, in my honest opinion, the street profits should feel disrespected. The fact that the Usos think that they're that little of a problem, that little of an issue that they can just go on and just involve themselves in a whole nother argument, right? A whole nother situation and think that they can just come in on Sunday and put them away. I honestly think that they kind of dropped the ball with that storytelling. WWE dropped the ball with that aspect of the storytelling. Like you I, it would have been phenomenal to see the Street Profits show up, maybe cut a promo, and just be like, hey, we ain't, we ain't going to be overlooked. We ain't going to be overshadowed. We ain't going to be, uh, you, you know, looked at as some someone who, uh, people, who, guys who aren't important, guys who shouldn't be taken serious, guys who aren't a threat, you know? Street Profits should be looked at as a threat. They're former champions. Um, the Usos aren't taking them serious. Um, but I'm still going with the Usos. I'm taking the Usos. If you ask me who's going to win, the Usos, the Street Profits, I'm going with the Usos just because, um, you know, I just feel like, I don't know. It's a really weird situation. The Usos shouldn't win, honestly. But I'm going with the Usos. Um, hopefully they get this figured out. Man, maybe, maybe WWE does have a tag team wrestling problem i don't know maybe you guys are right because <laughs> um so much so much capitalization missed so much opportunity missed um in in two weeks i could have built to this and had people excited for this i feel like um there's no excitement for extreme roles right now um but, yeah, it is what it is. Usos are going to pick up the victory. That's my prediction. That's who I got. Um, United States Championship match. Damian Priest, the champion, defending against Sheamus and Jeff Hardy. Um, well, first of all, congratulations, Jeff Hardy, for getting back into the U.S. championship picture. Um, congratulations to uh, all the wrestling fans out there. You played yourself. You thought Jeff Hardy was a punk. You thought he was a, 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 the weak link. You thought WWE saw him as chopped liver. 
You didn't think that they took Jeff Hardy serious. Come on, man. It's Jeff Hardy. They know, they know what time it is. The, listen, I get there's several people in the 24-7 picture that shouldn't be the ricochets of the world, the Cedric Alexanders, the Shelton Benjamins. Hell, someone as super athletic as Reginald, honestly, in my opinion, shouldn't even be. And no one, none of these guys. Tazawa, um, hell, you got uh, Grand Metalik asking for his release. He don't want to do this shit no more. He's tired of being in catering. He's tired of you know chasing 24-7 title. And if I, I think, in, correct me if I'm wrong, I think, the last time the last time the Lucha House Party had a match, they won. They beat T-Bar and Mace, I believe. I don't know if that's the last time. That could have been on main event or something. But the last time they were a pairing and they had a tag team match, they picked up the victory. I don't know, man. Um, but, yeah, I know that there's a lot of people who should be treated right who are chasing after the 24-7 championship and obviously should be in bigger bigger spots, bigger opportunities. Um, no, they shouldn't all have a championship, but they should definitely be in bigger moments, bigger opportunities, bigger things. But Jeff Hardy, y'all thought Jeff Hardy was going to turn out like everybody else. And rightfully so. I will say um, that for a lot of people who felt that way, you know, it made sense. I understand, but Wait it out, especially ha- to the point where it got so bad to the point where Jeff Hardy himself had to come out and be like, look, I just felt like doing it that night. That night, I felt like being a part of it, you know? Hell, Jeff Hardy is a former champion, right? He's done it all. Maybe he just wanted to do some crazy shit. I don't know, man. You never know. Or maybe he's just one of those guys. If he's told to do something, he 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 does it. I'm sure he has ideas. We all know. Look, man, we got his music back, and I don't see people being so crazy over that. When that music hits, I don't hear that crowd going crazy. That's a phenomenal theme song. We all know, and we all understand it, but where everybody at? Where is everyone? Can Jeff Hardy get some more support? Not just on the internet, but in the arena. Can he get some support? He had a fucking banger. With Damian Priest two weeks ago and then, um, or last week or whatever, and then this week with Sheamus. He's had two bangers, man. Give this man some respect. Show him some love. Show up to the shows, chant his name. Sing his theme song. You feel me? Like, it just doesn't make sense. I don't understand what the disconnection is with the fans that are in attendance at a WWE event who say that these these guys and girls deserve more but when put in these spots it's crickets you know it's crickets um but i'm glad jeff hardy has found his way into this match he earned it he put on two good matches i felt like um you know i wasn't expecting anything less but um i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna say that damian priest is gonna come out victorious in this match he is gonna retain the united states championship as he should he should continue, continue to be a fighting champion. Um, I don't know who should dethrone Priest. Maybe carrying Cross. I don't know. But only time will tell. We'll see. We'll see how things unfold. I hear Cross is on 
the newest episode of Main Event. Um, I'm going to check that out after I'm done with this prediction show. Maybe see what's going on with him. Maybe I, maybe I can find a pattern or something and, and see what's going on. But we'll see. Um, but yes, Damien Priest, um, that's my prediction. Still going to be United States champion after Sunday. Um, next match, SmackDown Women's Championship, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair. I have to applaud WWE for the efforts and the energy that they've put into this program. Um, you got to applaud them setting up the homecoming for Bianca Belair, obviously. Um, going back to her hometown, I know some could argue and be displeased with the manhandle slam and leaving Bianca Belair laid out in her hometown. Um, but hey, They've also got work to do with Becky Lynch as well. Bianca Belair is over. Super baby face. Um, Becky Lynch, they are still working on her. I'm not sure if she's full, you, you know, heel with the crowd yet. And that's another thing. What is up with fans just not delivering when it comes to, I don't know, man. Some people could argue and say, oh, it's, you know, Raw's boring or SmackDown's boring. Why are you going? Why are you going to the shows? Why? They need to give tickets away on Twitter. I feel like there's more enthusiastic fans on Twitter. They need to give tickets away on Twitter if that's the case. I just don't understand why people aren't going with the flow, aren't understanding the story and and understanding why Becky Lynch is who she is and the way she is now. Now, Look, I was thinking about this the other day. This is how my prediction is Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch is going to retain the championship. And here's why. Here's how you put Bianca. This is how you elevate Bianca even more. And this is how you get the fans to absolutely hate Becky Lynch. Now, I've been seeing a pattern. What they've been doing with Becky Lynch is kind of like a caring about the, not caring about the fans, but caring about the fans, right? You see, you, you see the fans, you, you, hear, you hear her every single week, like, you know, I, I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do. Like, you guys are booing me, but, like, I'm doing everything that I should be doing, like, I, you know, she got her title and, you know, she was ready. Bianca wasn't yada, yada, yada. And, you know, they're booing her. They said they, you know, everyone wanted her back. Everyone wanted that. She did. She's back. She's champion. Isn't that what everybody wanted? Right. Here's what you do at Extreme Rules. I don't know how, but Becky Lynch has to win in the most clever yet disgusting, disappointing way to the point where fans are devastated whatever fans whatever fans she has left as far as being a baby face make it to the point where they're just devastated like yo like i can't believe she just did that throughout the match i feel like becky lynch should be looking towards the fans looking looking at front row be like i'm doing this for you like this is what you guys wanted this is what you wanted again care don't care about the fans, but care about the fans. Care about what they think about you. That's the sort of that's sort of the lane that I feel like Becky Lynch is in, right? She doesn't care about them, but 
It's ob- it obviously bothers her what they think about her. Right? Um, I feel like they have an opportunity here. I know that a lot of you want Bianca Belair to recapture that championship right away so quickly, but I don't think that's going to do either one of them any good right now at this moment. <sighs> Bianca Belair can obviously be a captain of her own team um, at Survivor Series. I know that a lot of people are foreseeing the, the obvious Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair at Survivor Series. It doesn't have to be that way either. What's the next pay-per-view? What do they got? What is it, September? October? Okay, so, yeah, Survivor Series is in November. We got a pay-per-view. Hold on, let me see. Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Let me look because I need to know what... Um, I need to know what the next pay-per-view is. Oh, Crown Jewel. <laughs> That's right. So Crown Jewels in October. Um, yeah, I don't know. This makes it less, um, less predictable now. To be honest, um, I don't know, man. I, again, I'm gonna stick with my my prediction. I think Becky Lynch is gonna win. I think she should win. Um, Maybe Bianca wins it again at Crown Jewel if they have that match, or I, I don't know. I know people are going to be pissed. No one wants to see Bianca win in Saudi Arabia at Crown Jewel. I don't know, man. It's a tough situation. Tough thing. Tough situation. Um, but that's my prediction. Becky Lynch wins. I feel like she should win and a way that's going to make the fans, force the fans to be disappointed in her and upset. Force the fans, but not in your typical, I'm going to go grab a chair or I'm, no, not in that way. Not in a small package, pulling the tights. No, none of that. Got to be something different. Something that, you know, not everyone's going to think of before the match is even over or even starts for that matter, right? So um, that's it. The next match for the Raw Women's Championship, Charlotte Flair versus Alexa Bliss. Now, all of these predictions, I'm doing these solely based on the fact that there is no gimmicks in place for any of these matches. Like, you know, I'm thinking these are all going to be regular matches. So these, my predictions could change depending on what, you know, stipulations are added to these matches. but. Let's go forward. Raw Women's Championship. Charlotte Flair defending against Alexa Bliss. Obviously, I'm going with Charlotte Flair. Obviously. I know some people were saying that they wouldn't be mad if Alexa Bliss won. I'm going to be honest with you. I wouldn't be either. I wouldn't be mad because I like Alexa Bliss. She's done a hell of a great job. I feel like we're going to get. I feel like we're going to get Alexa Bliss in the ring. At Extreme Rules. We're, 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 we're going to get her. She's going to do good. She always does good. She's going up against the Queen City, though, okay? It it ain't going to be that easy. Charlotte Flair puts on a five-star match every single time she steps in the ring, no matter who it's with. She does. She she gets people talking. Hell, look what she did with Nia. 
She got people talking. So my prediction is Charlotte Flair, and there's not much I can say about that. I hope they don't do the spooky, scary, Lily doll thing. They've kind of stayed away from that um, throughout the build to this match. So I hope that they, um, you know, just keep going with the normal stuff and don't, you know, don't do the cinematic Charlotte Flair scared of Lily. Nah, don't don't do that. But I don't expect it because if they were going to do that, I feel like they would have done that throughout this build. Charlotte is a boss. Okay, she's she's the real bitch, head bitch, and all of that. She's the real deal, not freaking. Britt Baker. Anyways, um, next match and the main event for the night, Universal Championship on the line. Uh, the tribal chief, the head of the table, the big dog, Roman Reigns, going up against the demon, Finn Balor, in an extreme rules match. Um, I think Roman Reigns retains here, but I don't know. I, again, it's I wouldn't be mad if the demon won either. Oh, man. What does it do to Roman Reigns losing to Finn Balor? What does it do to him? All the work that they've put in, you know, all the protecting that they've done to this man. Brock Lesnar said that he wants the Universal Championship, right? So it kind of spoils. I I get it. All this, the the announcement of Reigns and and Lesnar at um, at, uh, Crown Jewel sort of spoils the outcome and this whole match and it's unfortunate but maybe not maybe they'll swerve us bro (laughs) maybe they'll hit the swerve i'm not sure we'll see we'll we'll see what happens and um like i said earlier when i when i started this um this predictions episode i feel like um they didn't put enough energy into this pay-per-view. Um, they put so much energy into the Madison Square Garden show. They put so much energy, Biggie cashing in, so much energy with the absence of a lot of the guys and girls that were over on the the UK tour, you know, with the bloodline and the new day and missed opportunities with the Street Profits coming over, trying to make sure that they let the Usos know that, you know, you take your take your mind off them for a quick second. And it's going to cost you. Um, I felt like Lashley did that with with Big E. Like, you just moved on and you forgot about me? Uh-uh. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to let you do that. No way. I felt like they did that with Lashley, although we're not seeing Lashley and Big E for the championship uh, at Extreme Rules. But, you know, and where's Goldberg? Did they completely scrap this? Like, I, I don't know, man. I, it's it's weird. It's weird. It's a tough, tough situation. Weird situation. Hopefully they fix it. Hopefully they get it together. Hopefully people, um, they announce. I mean, tomorrow they've got to announce some stipulations to these matches because. I mean, I wouldn't even be mad if it was all. If this was just all extreme rules matches, you know, every single match, extreme rules, I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be upset. Sign me up for that. Hell, the pay-per-view is called Extreme Rules. Why not? <laughs> but um, that's it. That's all I, I got. Um, 
I'm gonna be back later with uh, NXT or NXT UK review, Impact Wrestling review, and then tomorrow SmackDown and Rampage uh, Grand Slam. Tried to stay away from spoilers. Um, did it the best I could. But um, I appreciate all y'all for again tuning in. Um, if you didn't check out last night's AEW Dynamite Grand Slam review, make sure y'all go back and check that out. Um, I got a bunch of ideas in terms of uh, who who I think should be doing what. Cody, to be specific, I have um, an idea for Cody. I've had this idea for over a year now um, to get him back in the title picture, to get him to be one of the top baby faces in the company. Um, so make sure y'all go over there and check that out. Um, what else? That's it. Um, make sure y'all follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at within the ropes. Okay. Um, facebook.com slash within the ropes podcast, um, with within the ropes podcast dot within the ropes podcast.com. God damn. Saying that fast. Trying to say that. Um, I appreciate y'all tuning in. Stay tuned. More reviews coming. I'm going crazy this week. I'm going hard. We're going crazy. We 50, 53, 54 episodes in, three months in. Um, this has been fun. Um, got a lot of things coming. I'm going to try and get some guests lined up. Stay tuned, baby. We having fun, man. We having fun. Um, and until later on, wrestling fans, have a good day.